Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader of one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using the code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Baseball fans. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get on all the Daily Fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head out to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes and only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. You are now tuned in to the Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCBP. All right, it's another edition of the Windy City Windy City Benders Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, yeah, it's Jerem. It's Tanner. Tanner, what's up, bud? Not much, man. Feeling good today. Now <laughs> I was feeling <laughs> terrible this morning. <laughs> yeah, fucking exhausted. Yeah, we're calling us a little bit later. Um, yeah, still, we're kind of running. I was still running high, pretty high for a couple of days after that Versteeg interview. I hope you guys all got a chance to check that out and enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was some good shit. A lot, a lot of fun stories. And I, one thing we kind of really didn't talk about when we were uh, doing a little intro outro for it was I loved how just blatantly honest he was. Like he could have easily sugarcoated stuff, but like talking about how he was pissed when he got traded to Chicago the first time and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's like, that's the kind of shit I love hearing. It's a little I, bit. Different. I, yeah. I love the fact that he was just like, yeah, Chicago's a pretty big city. He's got a lot of skyscrapers. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, man. Like, what did you think it was going to be? <laughs> but, oh, it's so good. Yeah, definitely. If you haven't checked that out yet, pause this one, go listen to that. Or, you know, listen to this one, go back, listen. It's, that's not going anywhere. So just make sure you check it out and enjoy it. True. Um, hopefully we'll be uh, hearing from him again soon when his uh, his app launches. So that was about the highlight of the week for uh, Chicago hockey. Um, yeah, one point in three games, not a big deal. Let's <laughs> go 0-2-1 against Florida's. Um, yeah, against Florida's. <laughs> Seven seven four loss to Tampa, four three overtime loss to Florida, and a five four loss to Florida again. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a rough week, and like, man, Tampa just I don't know they just score, <laughs> they just can score so so easily it seems. Especially Eric Chernak scored like thirty seconds into that game. And I was just like, how how is it starting like this right now? <laughs> yeah, 28 seconds to that game. And I just 
it just looked like Lincoln got the start in this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just looked like he has just been defeated. Like, yeah, there was a couple times where he was like playing the puck and I was like, what is he doing? Like, I don't know if he's, he's just like somewhere else. It was, it was just odd. Him maybe not getting those starts against Nashville, maybe like a little, a little shot to confidence a little bit. Maybe he's just, I don't know like what his like role has been at like other teams. If he's played as like this much or like, it might be like exhausting at this point, you know, too, because the, just the way the schedule has been working, it's a little tighter this year, trying like not many days off between a lot of these games. Yeah. Let's see here. His, of course I pulled the one site that doesn't have his full stats. God damn it. Yeah, why not, man? Either way, like, it was honestly like the Hawks showed a little bit of life at certain points. Like, Hagel got on the on the board. Kalanick, he was Kalanick has had a pretty decent like last month. Basically, he's he's putting up points. He's looking good, and really, I really like what I'm seeing out of him. He's he's in the play a lot, and it's good. This is the second most games that he's played in in his career. He played 42 in uh, 2016 and 2017. And where at, though? Um, was it this SM? What, how do you, I don't even know how to say this league. Liga League? Oh, the the Swiss – or, yeah, like Swiss Liga? Yeah. Yeah. So And, like, even that, like, the competition still not the exact not same, same as level. the NHL. You know, like, I don't even know if, like, their practices or training or anything is, like, at the same level, too. Probably not. I, I it, being being a rookie goalie, it's hard to be playing as many games as he has, too. But, I mean, he's done great. I think the team is also just looking tired. we got so many young guys out there that haven't played, like, this level of hockey that, like, this long either. So, well, I guess, yeah, I guess by saying that, we can go jump to, like, one of the points I had for a little bit later. Um, Carlton was doing his, like, little uh, press conferences and all that kind of stuff, and he kind of made a comment about um, practicing in general. And he goes, we ba- we've backed off of practices a lot here in the second half trying to keep guys fresh. I think that's hurt us a lot. I don't know if there was another way to go. This group needs practice. Yeah. And it's kind of, with that statement, he's right, it's kind of like a – the best way to look at it, it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because, like, as you said, these young kids have never played this many games at this intensity, like, with this quick right. turnaround. And it's like they do need that rest. But at the same time, these kids need to get the keep moving, get the experience. and Get kinda, the reps. Yeah, exactly. So It's um, a weird year, man. It's, it's tough. So I just – it's hard to like. I don't know. I don't even know if you can fault Carlton because I, like I said, I think he was screwed no matter what decision he made. So if you keep practicing at the level that you practice at, I think the same results happen. I don't think that anything was going to change by practicing or not practicing. I think, I think what we're seeing over the last couple of weeks is kind of what we expected once. You know, after such a hot and fast start for the season, I think it's finally ca- catching up, which a lot of th- people I think expected. Yeah, yeah, it's you're starting to see if you ever play NHL, like the video game. There's a stat <laughs> called poise, 
And usually it's a higher stat in like the older players because they, they know the grind much better. And basically like they're more prepared for the end of the season than like the young guys who burn out just a little bit because they're not quite used to it. And you're seeing the poise come out of like the older guys and our team, since they're a lot younger, like they're struggling a bit, you know, and it's, it's rough hockey to watch um, <laughs> the shitty. Yeah. I mean, going back to the game though, like the Hawks got like back into it. It was only three to two. And then, then Tampa just fucking blew the doors open a little bit, put three in. It's just hard. Um, let me ask you attention. about this for this game. Um, yeah. Connor Murphy finally drops the gloves, you know, after it's kind of been building up against Tampa this year and he finally drops it. It Chernak, right? Yeah, not. Yeah. But he not only got the five minute, the fighting. He got a two minute instigator, and then a ten minute misconduct as well. Didn't was it this game that that Zadorov got in a yeah. fight too? Yes. Yeah, and like they were that was taking another some thing. runs at guys, and I was just like, "There's gonna be a fucking scrap for sure." Yeah, um, that was another thing too that Carlton, you know, it's got the history of trying to tell the guys, you know, don't fight, don't, you know, just move on, kind of type of play. Yeah, and he found, and he came out and said that he, you know, this is the way it had to be done, type of thing, and he he's proud for those two guys for stepping up. Yeah, but given the situation where you're still, I don't know if that point. Was kind of was the game kind of over at that point, like blown out enough when Murphy fight fought? Um, I don't know remember exactly second, what the score was when that yeah, happened. Second to, but basically, yeah, it's great to see him fighting. But was it really the best situation for him to go and then lose? Well, really, probably the best defenseman for about seventeen minutes. Right, but the thing that with the Murphy fight that's different than the Zadorov fight was the Murphy. I'm sure him and Chernak were because. Jesus Christ, I can't even talk right now. Um, <laughs> because he had hit Chernak a few like games He's before yeah. against Tampa, and it was like questionable. I think he got fined or something. And so maybe that's why like Chernak wanted him to like answer for that hit. And versus like Sidorov was stepping up and fighting because they were taking runs at like fucking Kane. And I don't even know if Boakvist was still in the game at this point, but yeah, Boakvist broke his wrist during this fucking game too, which is just terrible in a way. But like, I don't know. The, like I, I mentioned, like the younger guys are looking a little gassed, and maybe his season ending early isn't like the worst thing that can happen. Oh, it sucks that his fucking wrist is broken, but like, it did, it did come out and say that it looks like he's going to avoid having surgery on it though. So it's, that's a good. Probably best case scenario right there. Yeah. He's just getting to chill now. Yeah. Yeah. Not but doc situation. <laughs> yeah. Like I was saying though, like the Zadorov like fight was he was sticking up for his teammates. So like I can't remember who it was. That was just there was two different guys that were just like running our our, our players. And I was like, oh my fucking God, like I hope Zadorov beats this sh- like fucking wheels off of somebody. I and think I don't know if it was our group text or like another group text I have with some other of my other friends that it was like, oh, the gloves are going to be dropping after that one. And literally like a minute later, it was just like fucking. I I honestly think that I said that. (laughs) Like I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. But 
Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say. I mean, honestly, it's what it's kind of like this. It's kind of fitting that the season's kind of ending on the on the same note against the same teams. Yeah, as the way it started, nice little bookmark, like bookend to it. <laughs> I hate uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they follow it up with Florida on Thursday. Um, it was. I'm trying to. I'm getting the games confused now. The, the one on Thursday was the four three overtime loss. Yeah. Okay. That one started off pretty good. Um, Godet gets his first as a hawk. I say that yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Adam Godet, like he's he's got four points in three games. I think he's going to be the new Patrick Kane on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know. He's been looking good though. Like even in the the game um, on Saturday night, like. When he got the assist on DeBrinket's goal, like he just grabbed the puck and flew. But I like what I'm seeing out of him. And you know, just thanks, Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Um the whole and there's like whole rumors coming out too now about Vancouver traded him because he was patient zero for their COVID outbreak, which makes zero sense, but yeah, I don't know. I guess they're a little upset, but I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, that turns out well for us. Enjoy high more, and we'll take a we'll take all that. Um, then you know, Hinnestrosa gets another another bingo. Yeah, it's Doc, Doc with assists on those ones. Yeah, Hinnestrosa like secretly kind of playing Unreal. That's the that's the Hagel sauce. Yeah, that was nasty. That was just right over the defenseman that was laid out. That was a, that was a beautiful goal. It's like there's so many good little things this team's doing. Yeah, but there's and so it, many little mistakes that they're yeah. making too that a, like other teams capitalize on because they're like solid quality teams. God damn, yeah, Brandon Montour and like Sam Bennett. I think those are just sneaky like probably some of the really good trades of like the trade deadline because they've been contributing like nonstop for that team. And they didn't give up a lot for either. No. To bring out his 24th of the year, Kalanick with his fourth assist came with his 46 assist. It's just, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I want to talk the games, but it's like, I feel like at this point where it's just like, you go back and listen to any episode when the Hawks are like on a losing streak, and it's just kind of it's the same stuff. It's defensive breakdowns, wide open in front of the net. Yeah, you know, turnovers that probably don't have to be made that are being made. Like just goaltending is just not picking up what they need to when they need to. Yeah, I mean they're being left out to dry like yeah. so much. It's it's difficult to watch when, when like in the Nashville series and like in the game on Saturday night, it's the start of the third period and there's a guy standing in front of the fucking net and putting a goal in within the first minute, and I'm just like, no, just why is everybody letting them just be there? And it's just kind of like it seems like some players are puck watching and all sorts of different shit. Yes, Saturday they let up. It's like they. 
they give up at the end of the period. They let Barkov score. And yeah. then they start the third with letting up two goals in less than a minute. Yeah, that's it, like it's just I don't know why they come out so flat in these third periods sometimes, but it's so weird to me. <laughs> it's just defeating the team. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I think as much as I love those jerseys too, they got to just retire them. Don't wear them anymore. You don't win. <laughs> I don't. I can't tell you if they ever have they ever won in those jerseys. Maybe like once. Uh, it's it's the jersey fault. That's all I'm saying. It's the yeah. it's the jersey's fault. Some weird fabric. It's holding the guys down. It's you know, fact of that. <laughs> but bring the reverse uh, retros back out. I like those. Yeah. So. They finished the week 0-2-1. It's not official, but I think you could pretty much close the door on the season. um, Moneypuck.com is not even giving them a percentage. I I think it's kind of like, let's get the the young kids as much ice as as possible at this point. Here, So let me ask you that. At this point, season's over. There's five games left. They're not playing for the playoffs. This is the time that you let Delia get another shot on that, right? I mean, why not? It's kind of, I think it's going to be like out of out of reach at this point. They got three games against Carolina and two against Dallas, and I don't know. They're eight points back of Nashville with, so they need literally all all ten points, and for Nashville to not win. Yeah, Nashville with Nashville wins their next game. The Hawks are eliminated. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's like we said before, if anything, the Hawks can be spoilers for Dallas. But I don't know. Like the other thing, too, that I'm thinking is like, should they just shut down like Kane maybe and just not risk him getting injured possibly long term heading into next year? Or I don't think he would let that happen. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Especially with, like, they're allowing fans for the last two games of the year, so I'm sure they're going to have all the players there because you're not going to just have fans and be like, oh, well, here's the Rockford squad. (laughs) Oh, but you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't put that past them. I could totally 100% see that happen. I think it's – I mean, maybe not shutting down, like, Keith or Murphy, but, like – Doc, just like get, get like the like Bowden, Mitchell, Kalanick, like make sure they're all getting ice time. And like Stillman, like have them be like the top two pairings. Yeah, and then throw like Keith, Keith Zadorov, Murphy, Dahan, like throw them in at like the bottom, and just like get those guys as much ice time as possible. Just yeah, so that I, I don't can... hate that. I mean. Like you said, there's nothing to play for at this point except for experience and to be spoilers for Dallas. And yeah. quite frankly, I don't care enough to be a spoiler for Dallas to, you know, possibly risk a long-term injury for one of these guys, especially because it's like, yeah, it sucks now. And it's a bummer that the, they couldn't hold on to that playoff spot. Yeah. But at the same time, nobody was expecting playoffs this year yeah. anyway. Spar was set low, and I still think, regardless of how this last five games go, this is a successful season in my books. 
this oh, team yeah. did things that nobody expected them to do. You saw production from players that nobody expected. I mean, everybody had them um, at like 30, 31 yeah. at the start of the season, like that low. And the Hawks currently are just, at, they're at 20. Like there's, there's 11 teams worse than the Hawks right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I just, I mean, I see a lot of threads and all that talking about just, oh, oh this is ridiculous. This is a failed season and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, no, it's no. not. It was a failed season would have been. I actually, I don't even know what you would consider a failed season because it, it was because the expectations were so low. <laughs> yeah, like because it was like a failed season, maybe not winning the draft lottery. I don't know. Like, may that be the only thing like. Um, I, I don't mean, think there was any way this could be a failed season because either they're going to make the playoffs or they were going to reach the expectations that we had for them. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's been great because now we can see what the future holds. And it's that's why I, I, I don't think it's been a disappointment at all. I'm trying oh. to I wonder I wonder what if the league were to be done today and the Hawks are in 20th. I wonder what they're – I can't – I don't remember what the odds for them getting the first overall pick would be. Uh, 3.6%. Oh, damn. We didn't know that right off the top of your head. I was literally just looking at it. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah, I mean, fucking let's, let's, get, let's get a top three pick again. Yeah, they have a 3.6% chance of winning the draft lottery. That'd be pretty neat. <laughs> So, but you also got to keep in account though, Seattle's in there now. Um, and they'll have the, they'll be given the same odds as the third ranked team. So I think that's like 10%. So that lessens the odds of everybody else. I'm I don't assuming. Think so. No, I don't think so. I think it's just. How do you, well, how would you not lessen the odds I, for everybody else by adding odds to somebody? I don't know what happened? What happened with Vegas though? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I, for some reason, I don't think that anything changed with Vegas. I think they just I don't even remember when Vegas drafted. Wasn't it like six? Was it six? So they dropped back? You dropped three. No, because I think it is what they're because it's a draft lottery. I think what it is, they just give Vegas the same amount. Is that Cody of, Glass? Yeah. Whatever. They they give them the same amount of odds, like the same amount of balls in the in the lottery as the third team. I think everybody else stays the same. They just throw those extra That's not how that works. I'm you, know, you know that, right? No, I'm 100% sure that's how this works. You can't, you don't just add Dude, balls and then, and then you, and then that creates I don't, odds for somebody. I'm, without, not saying, I'm not saying it makes sense, but I'm like convinced. I'm just, okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. This is hilarious. Like if you already have a hundred percent, I know, I know what you're saying, and I'm not saying what I'm saying makes sense, but I'm saying that I, for some reason, I'm confident <laughs> happened with Vegas. All right, whatever, it's fine. I, I one thousand percent understand. I sound like a fucking moron with what I'm saying. I one hundred percent know that, and I'm not arguing that arguing that with you. I'm just saying it's so stupid that it makes sense to me that that's what actually what happened. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's dumb. I don't know. Who drafted 12th last year? Is that Nashville? 
No, I think they were 11th. I want to see what the quality of player that 12 was last year. Because if we don't move anywhere, like up or down, that's what we'd be drafting if we're if it everything holds um the same. It was Florida was at 12 last year and they got Anton Lundell. Oh, all right. I don't know. I think that some of the people are saying that this like draft class is actually gonna be pretty weak though, too. But that's always something to look forward to. Oh man, any expansion draft, and then oh, it's gonna be a fun summer. Well, back to Florida. You keep going because now I am research. I found an article and I got a little bit of reading about this draft thing. Ah, bugging the shit out of me. Anything else about like the games at all? Because, like, I mean, the Hawks just gave up what seven, five, and four. This past week, like in goal, like goals against, like is that's just insane. You're not winning games with 16 goals against in three games. That's just, yeah. I mean, it also doesn't help that Bokvich broke his wrist in the game against Tampa, and we're playing five defensemen plus, like whenever Murphy got in the box and whenever Zadorov got in the box and. I feel like every other game, like the Hawks are losing a defenseman mid-game due to like some injury. It's just like tough to watch. I'm sure like they're fucking gassed, and that's why like you haven't been able to keep the puck out of the net too well. But looking forward to this week, we have Carolina three times <laughs> in four days, all in Carolina. And then I also have pulled up the Season series is series seri <laughs> the head to heads. All right. Okay, the Kraken, you got the you got the draft. The you got Kraken the draft. will have the exact same odds as the third worst team in the draft. Yeah. And it's not saying it's it's not being and nothing else gets adjusted. And I'm not and that's from what I'm seeing. I'm that's from what I'm seeing. I understand it doesn't make any sense. But back I to what seen, I'm talking about. I haven't seen anything <laughs> that said that so. Um, with the series that like, or the series that are mainly like wrapped up this year, Siri, Siri, oh man, (laughs) (laughs) the cereals. I'm selling this draft lottery thing, man. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's hard because you have like some good, like they played great against Columbus and Detroit, which I mean, that's why like they're below them. Yeah, and they they won six or their records were six and two against both of them. But like, you're not making the playoffs when you're having a record of one six and one against Tampa and one five and two against Nashville, two four and two against Florida. Oh, like, one. like well, I mean, on we are in a winning have a winning record against Dallas, but we have two more games against them, and and we're two two and one against Carolina. Like. You know, you just gotta. They, they just needed a few more wins this year, and like, especially against Nashville. Like, I don't know why we couldn't solve Nashville. Yeah, like, that is the most infuriating thing. It's just, yeah, their their goals for per game against Nashville was one point seven five, and that just it's that just makes me like hurt because it makes me feel. What was it? The twenty eighteen playoffs? Was that it? Twenty eighteen yeah. or was it twenty seventeen, where we got swept by fucking Nashville when we were the first first seeded team. I think it was 27. I don't even want to remember, but it was fucking annoying. 
Well, why are you bringing up all this shit? I gotta fucking remember. <laughs> eh, don't worry about it. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, our goals, uh, our goals for per game against Carolina is three point four, but our goals against is three point six. So I'm just gonna say it. Bet the over every game this week. It was 2017. Yeah. Bet the over every game this week against Carolina because if it's if it's five and a half, there's gonna be six. And then, yeah, I mean, what do you what are your thoughts on games coming up? Um, no, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's just, I'm oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought here. <laughs> looking, I'm looking at like stuff. You're still in the draft. No, <laughs> like we're done with it. No, I was looking at the standings, and I was going. Now I got like a two wormhole of looking at like just the progression of the Hawks fizzing out. Um, yeah, ever, no, it's, ever since the beginning of March, it was just it's a just bad, it's hard bad streak. Yeah, it's hard to get like excited for these games because lose like there's nothing there's nothing to play for. Um, I mean, you have to win out and. And Nashville cannot win another game. Exactly. And you know that's just not going to happen, especially yeah. you get back-to-back. You've got Monday, Tuesday in Carolina, and then there's the third. You can't – you cannot, like, lose in overtime or yeah. anything. Like, you have to I, wonder, I wonder if they are even going to try and, like, if they're down or if they're tied – to pull like, to just like try and get the win. I don't even it I mean it doesn't matter if it's in regulation, but like they get like if they do something, like if they're down by one or two and like pull the goalie with like five fucking minutes left. Or if they're just gonna be like play it regular. Like it's out of their hands at this point. Cause if Nashville like wins one it's fucking gonna, game, it's over. It's gonna be a lot of scoreboard watching on Monday because they play the same time against Columbus as the Hots play against Carolina. Like you're just gonna slowly see. You'll just see like the, probably the tempo of the game. Like once one game hits end, what does Nashville have left for the season? Too they got Columbus, Columbus. Oh, are you fucking serious? Yeah. So it's tonight will probably be the end of the Hawks playoff hopes. But hey, guess what? The Hawks are allowing fans for the Dallas series, and it's, it's so dumb. What is it? Two five thousand fans. It's a. It's twenty five percent of the stadium. Yeah. Of the stadium. Yeah, it, it's so last minute. It really just feels like, like the city trying to just be like, oh hey, like remember when we were able to bring fans back, like for like dirt for the Hawks, like hockey season, and it's just yeah. yeah, the two games that really don't fucking matter now, like two games. Teams eliminated from the playoffs. Way to be the last team in North America to allow fans. You decide to do it too on Mother's Day, and yeah, they're back to backs Sunday and Monday. It's like what the fuck? Tickets go on sale when this pod goes live. By the way, Monday, May third. So if you if you want to go to a Hawks game, try and buy a ticket. Dude, I I wonder how hard it's going to be. Yeah, I wonder how much they're going to be. I don't know. I don't know. We'll be like, hey, yeah, come get one ticket. You know, half of the cost of a season ticket. Yeah. Or you can go to a Bulls game. They have much more. They have more games left than the Hawks do at home. Yeah, which what, is four. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They actually get their first game on the seventh. Yes, that's true. 
But it's just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I know I'm not contributing a lot because I just feel though at the same time, it's just, it's like, it's, it's all been said this whole season. Like when the Hawks get on the, go on like a little losing streak, it's just, it's a carbon copy of what happens. And you can only say so much, you know, the same thing so many times about what to do and what they need to do and all that. So I think it's just, I mean, at least we're not Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. Buffalo or New Jersey. Or Anaheim. Anaheim's in 30th, just so you know. They're, New Jersey actually ahead of them. Oh, there's one point, though. New Jersey, I think, went on a huge losing streak. Yeah. And Buffalo's winning a couple games. And there's, like, I was seeing that some of the Twitter accounts from the, the Buffalo Hockey Podcast Network show and the New Jersey one, and they're just, like, New Jersey guys, like, all pumped up because, okay, cool, we might get the best draft uh, lottery at odds. And then Buffalo's like, we need to fucking take out New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, Boston, if they make the playoffs, at least Taylor Hall's not going to win first overall again. Unless they. Oh, man. <laughs> what a scam job for that guy. Yeah. He's playing unbelievably in Boston, though. And that's going to be that's scary if they have like two lines that are like just as dangerous. I think that proves other. our point, though, that kind of what we were saying is that he. He's not the guy material. Like he's right. not the top guy. He has to have elite players around him. Yeah. To excel. Yeah. And minus that one New Jersey year, I just I don't know. Prove prove me wrong. Yeah. I'm still not in on like I still don't think he should be paying like the same guy, like that role player guy. Like he needs to be paid, you know, between that five and six million, not ten million because of his name. But that's no, because he was a first overall pick. Yeah, and he won the heart one season. Yeah. But, um, we, so, any more that you want to say about the past games or the upcoming games? No, I mean, I just want it to at least be, like, fun. <laughs> I just – I don't want them to give up seven and five and all this shit again. Like, if you're scoring four goals in a game, like, you should be winning these games – not losing seven to four and five to four. Yeah. Um, but, and I think, yeah. I think, I think it will be entertaining to watch just to see, because like you said, there's nothing to play for. So yeah, I mean, have fun, man. That's what it is. That's that's the way they started the season. It seemed like, cause it was just kind of like, I mean, no expectations, like just go out there and play. And then they were winning. And then it's like, now they're in the playoff spot. And then you can see it kind of like, Oh shit. Like little, yeah, it was kind of like an Oh shit mentality. And yeah. they didn't know what to do. Um, yeah, we, so for Hawks stuff, other than we were talking about the Carlton practice, but yeah, Shaw retired. Yeah, that was the last thing I got for Hawks talk. Um, it's kind of the same thing with the Seabrook. What, what I said when the Seabrook, when Seabrook retired, I was kind of like, yeah, it's coming. I knew that was coming, but it's just like, damn, actually seeing it. Like, it, I, I feel like the Hawk, like somehow, like people joke about this, but the Hawks had to have did, – did they make a deal with the devil? Is that what happened? <laughs> to get to get the dynasty? Is that what happened? Because you see, like, like Crawford goes out because of basically like, concussion reasons. Shaw goes out because of concussion reasons. Like, Versteeg was just beaten, like, to a pulp. And, like, he was just like, can't even do this anymore. His hips and knees and – and then you get like Seabrook, he's just back, like, like yeah, like everything. And then you get Hosa with like the skin condition. 
you what else pickle <laughs> it, is pickle with ms and like taze right now with his like condition that he has Kaner, his deal was a little bit better i guess because he's still playing amazing <laughs> but like all these guys don't are just put that evil on him don't put that evil yeah, out there on him Tanner. But, but it's just kind of like a few of these like a lot of these guys are just going out like not on their own terms you know like it's not like a graceful bow out situation and just it's just upsetting to see like i really wanted everybody to like you know like it's the last game of the season and like you know they're going to retire and like it's a good send off right but it's that didn't happen for Seabrook. That didn't happen for Hosa. That didn't happen for Shaw. That didn't happen for Crawford. It didn't happen for for Stieg. It didn't happen for Bickle. Like Bickle was in Carolina. Like for every anything. Like oh yeah, like Bolin too. Like Bolin had injury issues when he left the Hawks, and just like God, man. Like <laughs> you could you could toss Bufflin up there too. Um, yeah, he just stopped playing hockey. Stopped playing hockey. <laughs> His whole how Winnipeg handled his like ankle injury or something like that. I think that was yeah. like what was. You got but, Andrew Ladd that's technically still on the Islanders, but he's just basically Robita Island. Yeah. Who um, else? Like I feel like I'm missing people, but it's just like man. <laughs> I feel that's like more common in the league though now. Like I don't, you don't hear many players that are saying, "Okay, hey." It was a fun ride. I did what I wanted to do. I'm out. I feel yeah, like this, a lot is, of, this is my last game. A lot of guys are either, yeah, my injuries, I can't do it, or they just they couldn't let it go and they just couldn't get a contract again. True. So they, they, they attempt to go overseas for like five games and then just go, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so Andrew Shaw was the latest one, like as we mentioned, to go. It was at doctor's recommendation that he retire with his concussions and it's a smart move. He even said it. He's like, yeah. he goes, I have a family. He goes, I want to be here for a long time and be able to be a dad at the highest level that I can be. And around the, all that, the video they put out on the Instagram. And I don't know if they might've played it during the game too. I can't remember, but it was just like heartbreaking. Cause he's like, he's like the doctors recommend that I, I hang him up and you know, for the first time I'm actually going to listen. And he's just like, Oh, and just feel for him, you know, because like he doesn't want to give it up, but like you don't like want him to kill him. He's only twenty nine. Like yeah, like he's a young young guy. With, with the way that he plays, like everybody loves the way that he plays, but it's not sustainable. <laughs> you put a lot of miles on your body playing that way. Yeah, I think Pote said it best in our group text. Like ten seasons at the way he was playing was like equivalent to like twenty seasons for like a normal player. Yeah, but, like Patrick Marlowe. <laughs> so, going back real quick to what we're talking about, like not going on your own terms. How much does it suck for Steve and Shaw that they did their whole tribute at the game to an empty stadium? They were both yeah. in the Skybots after they announced that they were retired. They did their like tribute video and all that kind of stuff. And thank you, Shaw. Thank you, Steve's. And they're like in the in the skybots waving to the players. What's up guys? Yeah. It's so, that sucks. I, I, hope I wonder when the fans are back, like full time, those guys come back. They do, they do something the right way for those guys. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do anything for like the two games that they're going to actually have fans. Yeah. Um, 
So Shaw finishes his career 10 years, played 544 games, 116 goals, 131 assists. He had 116 goals, no shit. Yeah. Uh, 75 with the Hawks and 41 with Montreal. I mean, I I love Shaw, and the best thing he did was get us to to bring it. (laughs) But, no, I'm just kidding. Like, he did plenty of, like, amazing things that he did for the Hawks. And everybody's never going to forget, like, the the headbutt no goal against Anaheim. Or it was the game, funniest thing. The triple overtime against Boston off the shin guards. And he's just yeah. like, I love shin guards. I love shin pads. <laughs> it's like, and then he's also like, I love you, Boland. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just the like pinnacle of like Hawks hockey in the 2010s. Like he, what what a face of the of the team. It was the most mem- like what an unbelievable first game, too, where he scores and gets in a fight. Yeah. And I wish. I can remember who said it, but he was like he was that blue collar player that mm, yeah. represented like blue collar. It, it was like in the video that he had. Was it that? Yeah. Yeah. Just that's why they called him the mutt. He yeah, was the, the mutt. He was the, oh god, the, the, the player for everybody. Thank you for like giving every day, man. Home. Yeah. Oh god, fucking allergies yeah. are acting up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good for him. I'm glad he was smart enough and was still at the mental cap capability to make that decision. Yeah. And, and you know, he's, he's going to be missed and I hope he sticks around in the organization doing something, you know? Well, he said he was going to like, he, he said, he's like, he goes, this isn't a goodbye. This is a see you later. He goes, you guys are going to hear this voice. You're going to see this face. I'm going to be around. I'm coming back and I'm going to be doing stuff. So that's perfect. You look at the list of players from the dynasty era that are no longer with the team that are, we've all said, Oh, you know, I hope they get somebody. I hope they, they do something with the team down the line. That front office staff is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be all, <laughs> all the guys that have cup rings. Hosa, Shaw, Seabrook, Seabrook, Keith, Taves. I wouldn't be surprised if Seabrook somehow is like on the coaching staff soon. I would not be surprised at all. You know, I can see Carlton bringing him in as a coach. Yeah, why not? Like the all the guys respect him. He's a leader, and he would be on the bench to have him on the bench again. Like that'd be amazing. He could be the coach in waiting. If he's in, like, have have him in Rockford, or I don't even know who's that, he in just, Rockford. he'll just get ready. And then once Carlton makes that one move, that's like, okay, time to go. Hey, Seabs, you're up. He's sick. I'm all about it. I wouldn't doubt it. Um. So yeah, I thanks for the amazing memory, Shazi. Um. Wish you got to go out the way you wanted to. Would have liked to, but. Hey, two-time Stanley Cup champion. There's, I mean, what else can you say on that? Yeah, I mean, not many guys in the league even have a cup ring. So, <laughs> yeah. So, all right, got anything else for Hawks? Nope, I don't think so. All right. Um, so quickly with the NHL talk, just a bunch of little stuff. Speaking of retiring, uh, Ryan Miller announced that he will be retiring at the end of the season. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought he was still 
playing in Anaheim, but I guess they had gotten um, Stalock. No, Stolars. They like signed him or something like that. So he's been actually backing up Gibson and he's Miller like has back. Miller hasn't played since like the end of March. Yeah. And so I was just like, I can't, I was like, why didn't he just wait till like the end of the season? Is he still playing? But I guess he hasn't been. And he's just like, um, eh, I'm done. <laughs> he'll retire as the winningest goalie in USA hockey history or American for as American born. Yeah. I mean, he had an unreal career. Like he was carrying Buffalo for like the longest time. And then he got traded to St. Louis and got shat on by the Hawks in the first round. <laughs> Which was uh, fantastic, but I mean the 2010 Olympics. What, yeah, I was. He was. That, he was incredible. Yeah, that's God. I'll never forget the, the little commercial he did as well, where he was like speaking Japanese or something. <laughs> it was just like, dude, Ryan Miller is so weird. Of course, he's a goalie. He, and it's kind of crazy too, because it's like he's one of those guys. Like I completely forgot he was even playing. So like I thought he retired already. Yeah. Then they were talking about so Mark Andre actually he tied um Roberto Luongo for third most wins in NHL history. And he signed off his interview after that saying like a congratulations to like you know Ryan Miller and a great career and just the respect that Miller received from somebody like Mark Andre Fleury. I mean, that just kind of shows you how big of a deal he was coming up and like, you know, when he was in his prime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, he was just a great, great goalie to watch, you know, an American born boy. Yeah. So I wonder if quick, I won't, do you think quick will pass him up for wins? I wonder what, I don't the know. what, is, what do they add? Are they even close? Um, oh my god, this is funny. I just found this on NHL.com, but uh, Benny the Bull becomes Tommy Hawk in Chicago mascot swap. <laughs> okay, they it says the United Center roommates trained each other to switch sports, <laughs> and it's a picture of Benny the Bull with a, a fake beak over his mouth <laughs> in a Hawks jersey, and he's holding a sign that says, Let's do that hockey. <laughs> oh my god. God, oh my God! It. All right, so I Ryan, gotta, I gotta watch this. It's so. It, all right, check Ryan it out. Miller has three hundred and ninety-one wins. Jonathan Quick has three hundred and thirty-five. I don't know. It really depends on how long Quick's gonna keep going. Oh, and Ryan Miller was born in nineteen eighty. Nice uh, coincidence that the greatest American-born goalie. Was born the year that Mer- greatest American moment in hockey. Yeah, that's that is quite the coincidence. What if it was on the like, same day? That'd be amazing. Oh my god, let's see. Uh-huh. Nah, he was born in July. <laughs> ah, damn. <laughs> um, I I I, I want to watch this after we're done with this mascot swap because I don't know if you've ever watched Benny the Bull highlights, but he's the greatest mascot in sports. He's ridiculous. He's he's amazing. Yeah. He's insanely like hilarious. And Tommy Hawk is like the best one in like the NHL, which is no big deal. I mean, 
two of the greatest mascots. It's fine. Hey, in the mascot hall of fame. So yeah, whatever those, those whoever do, like is the actual mascots, those guys are or I'm assuming they're guys. There might be ladies, but I'm pretty sure they're guys. They're incredibly talented. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll go for the opposite of retiring. Uh Yammer Yager announced that he plans on playing in his <laughs> 50th year, like his so his year his age 50 year. So yeah. that's on his 34th professional hockey season, I think it is. 34 didn't he well didn't he start at 18 for professional hockey so would it be 32 32 maybe yeah you're right so yeah that's it's crazy because like everybody's like oh it might be his last his last game might be their um what like the advancement game like if they win it and win their league then they advanced into the higher league and and then he's like no, I'm gonna play next year too. <laughs> so I just Google searched this just to verify. There's three, two different. Yeah, NHL.com three days ago. Yager not planning to retire following 33rd pro career. Yahoo okay. Sports. Yammer Yager planning to return for his 34th professional season. Okay, so which yeah, is you were right. So it's between 32 and 34 season, or season. Well, no, it just said he he just finished his 33rd and then he's going to come back for his 34th oh shit you're right god damn it you I literally am, just read it out learn how to read bud um these late episodes man are messing with me yeah well you know what sucks <laughs> um also coming are from- you done yet <laughs> also just- talking about uh international hockey um kovalchuk Got released from his KHL contract after winning their championship. I forgot what that was called, but they, they win the championship. He gets released from his contract because uh, Gagarin, yeah, Gagarin Cup. He uh, he has plans of coming back to the NHL because he still wants to win his Stanley Cup. All right, I mean, it's one of those things where maybe you do. Well, where did he sign? Was it signed? He signed in Montreal and then got traded to Washington. It was signed in LA. LA got terminated re- the contract, then re-signed in Montreal, and then got traded to Washington for like a decent like thing, right? I don't know. Maybe it was like just a pick or something. It was a but pick, like, yeah. I wouldn't mind that for the Hawks like next year if they have the space, just pick up a like a Kovalchuk for I mean, if you it, if he sucks ass, he fucking terminates a contract, he's used to it. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll I mean he's gonna bounce around league minimal. I wonder yeah. who Cup chase. I think he signs with the Kraken. They're the first Kraken pick. First oh, that'd be kind of fucking great. Kovalchuk, Kraken. Kraken, Kovalchuk. Face of the franchise. That would be... Fucking Russians, man. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be... It's a crazy thing, too. With that flat cap, and you have, like, all these teams that... Like, Ovechkin is going to... Is he going to re-sign in Washington? Do they have the money for it? If they have, like... What if Ovechkin goes to fucking Seattle? Like, I think that would be a crazy thing from Washington to Washington. What if all the Russians just go to Seattle? I mean, it's basically Russia. <laughs> I've never been to Seattle, so don't take my word for it. <laughs> um, let's see, Washington. So they currently have... Their cap hit right now is eighty-five million, almost eighty-five point five. 
almost eighty-five point five. Oh, because they have guys on LTIR right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ovi's deal is over, and then Tara's over. Yeah, but they need to sign uh, Samsonov, Samsonov, their goalie. And I wonder if they're if they're gonna like re-sign Lundqvist at all. Or maybe he he moves on to somewhere else if he's still looking to grab a cup. Because they had that Vitek Vanacek kid that like played most of the season this year and like like he got dubs. So well Lundquist also just had a setback with it saying like he he can't like something was going on with it that he can't proceed going because he was gonna try to come back to the team for the playoff run and he wasn't able to do it. So I think that that's – I have a feeling if he comes back, it's going to be like one of those midseason – Like know, a Mike Fisher kind of deal? Yeah. Yeah. Come back and see who needs him type of thing. And and honestly, he deserves it. He deserves to kind of have that opportunity to handpick where he goes for his cup run. And Yeah, true. I mean, I think any team would be gladly to, like, get him because he – I think he just knows his role at this point is would be a backup. Yeah, and he's fine with that. He just, he, I think it would be great to have Lundqvist as like a guy on your squad. He's very, he's played a lot of fucking NHL games, and and even if know. you if you have, if especially if you're a cup contender and you have like a young goalie, bringing Lundqvist in the mentor, yeah, dude, you can't ask for anymore. Especially if for a guy that you're probably gonna sign for league minimum. Yeah, seriously, or like a, a mill. Yeah, like you can't ask for anything better than that. Very true. Uh, last thing I'm bringing up, AHL announced that there's going to be no playoffs this season. Um, oh, they gave, yeah. They gave each division their option of holding their own playoff. Which is weird. To settle their division title. Um, the only team that's taken advantage of that is the Pacific Division. Yeah. Um, so the Pacific Division is going to hold their own like mini playoff to determine who their uh, division champion is. Um, yeah, it's... It, Good for them playing yeah. hockey. It just sucks. Like, I, you think, like, the more things feel, like, back to normal and all that kind of stuff, it's, like, shit like this happens, and it's just, like, God damn it, like, what the hell? Yeah, just getting knocked back a little bit, and you're, like, still thought we were doing good. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, um, I know you got one more thing to talk about. Uh, I mean – yeah, I guess so. It, I mean, pretty, it, I mean some, kinda... so, some people might have heard about it, but the Canucks, they just are having a bad time. And now <laughs> uh, Jake Vertanen, they placed him on leave from the team because there's allegations of sexual misconduct for him. So that's no bueno. Yeah, and I think Vancouver's doing the right thing. Um, yeah. They, taking him off, leave of absence while they investigate it and get all the facts straight. Yeah, and you know, like they're not, they're not like terminating this contract of, like abruptly because, like you know, and with ju- it just being allegations at this time, like, like you gotta let it go through a process before you make a decision. And I think they're doing it the right way. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I think that's about it. I'm trying to think, you got anything else? No. Um, not really. It's let's just get some dubs this week. Yeah. Let's let's look good. Let's finish the season strong. Make it fun. Fun hockey. Um, I didn't even realize that 
actually Carolina's in first place in the league right now. Yeah. So we're, we're going up against the first place team in the league. No big deal. So, well, so that was episode 134. Uh, what do you want to call that one, Tanner? Um, oh, Jesus, I don't even know. <laughs> Moving. I like... <laughs> What we'll call it? Elim- eliminated. eliminated, like, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So for Jerem and Tanner, this is episode one thirty four. Eliminated. Um, check us out on Spotify. Hopefully, they got their shit figured out because, of course, we have a huge interview with seeing Put it up, and Spotify decides they don't want to upload podcasts on time. Um. So, but yeah, they just knew it was a weird upload upload date. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, all those good places. Um, yeah, if you play fancy hockey, it's probably your championship week. So uh, best of luck. Um, I know I will uh, enjoy my, me falling into the championship in our league and uh, do what I can to take down uh, defending champion Noli. Yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna do what I can to cause chaos. <laughs> Oh, and you have, and I love it. I am here for it. <laughs> um, all right. So for T- Jeremy Tanner, we will, uh, we'll check on the next one. All right. See you later, boys. Love you. Bye. The Windy City Benders podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB podcast.